This voice was produced and typecast, an artificial intelligence voice service. Hello, welcome to Think About This podcast with Joshua Washington. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at Think About This. While there you can tune in, join the conversation, and leave feedback after each episode. Here now is your host Joshua Washington on this new episode on Think About This podcast. Hey, what is up everybody? I want to welcome you to a Think About This podcast where we believe that your yes can change someone's life because we believe that when you impact people, you can impact the world. And today I have a very special guest, uh, a brother I met when I uh, had my time in Troy, Alabama. And uh, he is doing some great things in his community and for his nation. And I just wanted to have somebody to encourage you uh, on today. So uh, today's guest is Mr. Charles Stranger, and I am excited to have him on this podcast. Mr. Charles, welcome. Oh, man, what's up, Joshua? Thanks for having me, man. I'm honored to be here. Uh, Thank you, man. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Man, you know, here at the Think About This Podcast, you know, this is a podcast to uh, help the listener improve and grow spiritually, mentally, and physically. And uh, I definitely wanted to dive in on the spiritual side today and uh, wanted to bring you along on this journey. So, Definitely, thank you for awesome. being here. Uh, you know, let's go ahead and dive in. Um, I saw like a few months ago, you know, that you you post a picture of you um, basically joining the chaplain corps, and I just yeah. uh, you know wanted to talk a little bit about that. I know you're serving as a chaplain candidate in the U.S. Uh-huh. Army. Uh, when did you feel the call to go chaplain, and what are you looking forward to? Uh, you know, as you keep proceeding in that realm. Yeah, man, sure. Uh, just to give some background about myself, if that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, of course, my name is Charles Stringer, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm from Alabama, uh, specifically Brantley, Alabama. It's a small town, one red light. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone know everybody, everyone, you know, from the same place. So that, that's my... That's my background, but I'm also a military brat. Mm. So my dad was in the army for 23 years. Wow. You know? yeah. So I was born in Germany, and then we moved to El Paso, Texas. And okay. then my, my father retired there in Texas. And so he got a call from his home, which Brantley is my father's home. And also my mom is from Alabama, too. So it was both their home, Alabama, the state. So right. he got a call, and they wanted him to pastor his home church. Wow. And so my dad, we all moved back to Alabama when I was probably like three or four. Mm-hmm. And so we moved back, and so we've been there since 1999. And nice. so just growing up as a pastor child and as a military um, uh beneficiary you know of yeah. my father i grew up in both worlds you know i grew up in the church and i grew up around the military understanding the language and the culture of it mm-hmm. so that kind of really uh pushed me or, or or led me into both of those directions actually right. and so uh, at first i was really hesitant towards the military to be honest with you man um and as you know 
I joined the military after I finished my bachelor's. Yeah. And I think the reason I was so hesitant because I was just so deterred by having an entity or a person controlling all factors of my life, you know. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, um, I just felt that fear of being controlled. And it's nothing like that at all. No, know? yeah, but for sure. Being so young, I just felt like, you know, I just wanted to, to just have my experience or do whatever I wanted. And so I went through college and God really blessed. And one, one reason, too, uh, for joining the military, I had great benefits because of my dad. Yeah. So I had a GI Bill during college mm-hmm. and all of my college was paid for, but I didn't have that for my master's. Mm. And I still had to get some loans. So that kind of helped me in that direction, too. So I ended up joining to get education benefits primarily. Yeah. And so uh, before I was a chaplain candidate, I was an 88 Mike, which okay. is like a transportation specialist. So I was enlisted for about a year or so. And uh, that's when I went through basic and AIT and all that good jazz. Yeah. And then after that, uh, my, but my goal initially was always to be an officer and always to be a chaplain. But... I just felt like if I go through this avenue, it helped me better understand yeah. the military. Mm-hmm. And also, man, like, I could not get a 110 on that GT score. <laughs> so I kept getting, bro, it's, it's a miracle. I kept getting a 108. I got a 108 three times, bro. Wow. Three times I got a 108. So I had to really persevere, and I had to really submit to the will of God to go enlisted. Mm-hmm. So I go enlisted. And uh, once I get enlisted and get back to my unit in Alabama, I was just talking to my platoon, uh, my platoon, uh, the lieutenant of my platoon. Yeah. And he was like, man, I think you can go direct commission because you already have your degree. And, you know, being a chaplain is one of the major um, career paths for the military. I think there's five, yeah. you know, doctors, lawyers, right. um, chaplains so forth and so on yeah so i was like man i didn't even know that so god just used that to help me go into that space mm-hmm. in the military and so i went in uh i got all the things i needed to do i got my ecclesiastical endorsement mm-hmm. um i was able to uh start my master's program in divinity at liberty and so, like, it was like once I accepted God's plan as enlisted and all of that, it's like everything just flowed from there, bro. Mm. And the amount of time that I became an officer was less than a year, bro. Wow. And that's that's not that's not something that happens in the military. You know, it's like sometimes I was just yeah. hearing horror stories, like how people get stuck and not able to move. But God really, you know, blessed me, and I, I give all the credit to him. But I think the reason that I really wanted to go that route is because on my on my civilian side, you know, I'm in the ministry. Yeah. And I always was around the ministry. So that's that's all I know is helping people and, and trying to, especially soldiers, man, battling all types of things. You know, I always tell people that the military is just a, a simple size of the population. You know, everything yeah. that's in the population is in the military. Yeah. So our soldiers who defend everybody and who's out here risking their lives need somebody to do the same for them. Yeah. And I just feel like as a chaplain, I could be an internal force to help the soldiers not only be better soldiers, but be better people and, and ultimately lead them to Jesus Christ. Mm. So I knew I went all the way around the, all the way around the block, but yeah, that's how I came to being the chaplain candidate. No, 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 you good, man. I, I, I 
definitely appreciate you sharing your story and uh it kind of gives the listener you know just a clear view of just how you know you got to this stage right now where you are currently um and to be honest it it kind of goes into uh like my next question because you know you you was talking about the struggle with the gt score and um it seems like you know maybe doors were starting to close Um, right but like what with that like what does be yourself everyone is taking me to you because it kind of seems you know when the gt score wasn't where you needed it to be where you saying you was going to be a you know a regular officer it seems like you know god was directing you to hey i'm showing exactly who you need to be yeah so uh facts facts uh yeah, man, I disagree with everything you said. So be yourself, everyone is taking is something that I saw when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And the uh, significance of that quote really didn't hit me until like I was going through that whole ordeal, man. Yeah. And so for me, like the Bible says in Jeremiah that I know the thoughts that I think towards you said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of times, especially in the culture of social media, man, we look at everybody else's life, look at everybody else's uh, uh, plans and successes, and some people try to cook uh, cookie cutter, and some people right. try to mimic, but, but God has a design, purpose, and a plan for each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we try to compare ourselves and when we try to imitate, man, we lose the anointing and we lose the the special place in society and in yeah. the kingdom of God that God has cut out for us even before we was born, bro. Absolutely. Like even be, when I was in my mother's womb, God knew that I was going to mess up on those GT scores. <laughs> God yeah. knew that I was going to go enlisted, bro. But I didn't know it. Right. It took me a long time to submit to his will and say, hey, whatever you want me to do, that's what I'm going to do. Mm. And so... Uh, something else that I find out in God's word, man, that, you know, uh, in Matthew 16, mm-hmm. uh, when Jesus was asking the disciples, whom do men say that I am? And Peter was like, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Well, after Peter, after Peter told Jesus who he was through divine revelation, mm-hmm. Jesus told Peter who he was. Yeah. Jesus said, and thou art Peter. So what, the point I'm trying to make is that after you seek God, bro, and after you find out who he is yeah. specifically for you, yeah. he'll tell you who you're supposed to be. Absolutely. He'll tell you the route you're supposed to go. And it may be, you know, by communication or it might be through blocked doors, man. Yeah. You know, it might be through blocked roadways, but whatever it is, we have to accept that. And Absolutely. when we accept that, then that's when we become who we want to be. And that's when we can say, be yourself, be who God has called you to be, be the plan that God has planned for you, you know, do all of that because nobody else can be who you can be. Nobody else can affect the sample or the population or the target population that God has for you. Nobody's going to have the same gifts, the same language as you. But God has put that in you to affect those who he wanted to affect, you know? Come on. When we don't surrender to that, we always try to be like so-and-so and and them. But be Mm -hmm. yourself. Everyone else is taken, man. So, yeah. yeah. Man, that's so good. That's like a, I, I always tell people, like, there's people attached to your yes. And when you, yes, when man. you get on that path, 
man, it, it, you'll start to be like, oh my God, like this is taking right. off, that's taking off, and it's it's amazing. Right. So yeah, man, I right. I agree with what you're saying. Thank you for um, you know diving into that question and you know just yeah. just bringing that you know all that good wealth out of that question. Um, now man, you mentioned, man. huh? Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, what you said, man, about the yes is so important, man. Because mm-hmm. I just kept fighting, just kept fighting for what I thought mm-hmm. my way, you know. And I think the whole agenda of the world and, and the adversary is to, is to steal that yes to God from us mm-hmm. and to give us our own yes or to give us the world's yes. Yeah. But their yes and my yes isn't going to open the door I need for my divine purpose, you know. Right. But when I say yes to him, then everything will start falling in in order. But yeah, that just stirs something up in me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, you yeah, you did mention you went before you know you you went the chaplain route. You did mention that you yep. was uh, enlisted. What did you learn from basic training? Like, I know that school oh. taught you something that probably pushed you past limits that you never thought you had. Like, what did basic training yeah, taught man. you? Well, man, I kinda, it taught me so much, but I will admit, I had a cheat code, man. Like I said, my pops was in 23 years. Yeah, yeah, And so yeah. my pops in his office right now has his drill sergeant hat, like, mounted to his wall. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? So my dad, like, that's who he is. You know, he's he's very matter-of-fact. So I kind of grew up structured. Mm-hmm. But I also, before I went, you know, my dad was like, hey, it's just a game. They're going to try to break you. So mm-hmm. just, just be ready. And so even with that, man, it was a blessing. But, you know, some of the games and the tricks, man, they play. Mm-hmm. Man, like it takes you to a new level. So I just remember when I got there, I was so sleep deprived for like three days. <laughs> yeah. And they just kept coming in with bull horns, man, screaming and and all of that. But I think more in perseverance, it taught me about how to persevere with people. Mm. And so when I was that when I was that basic man, we had people from Puerto Rico. Yeah. We had people from from Europe, man. Yeah. We have. We had uh, Hispanics who joined the military to become citizens. Mm-hmm. Like we had, I had all kinds of walk, walk of life, people from all different walks of life. Yeah. And I think what was different from that than college, because you know in college you also meet people from all walks of life. Right. But the difference is you're not living with them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. their decisions don't affect you. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, so good. So, that basic, it taught me how to live in a broad worldview and understand where people are coming from understand why people do the things they do mm-hmm. understand different behaviors mm-hmm. and different uh, cultural contexts and personal contexts and how to lead and how to just serve people effectively in yeah. a way that they can comprehend and how yeah. to build that up to teamwork to achieve whatever whatever the purpose is because if you don't have that that unity man then when you have basic you alone Mm-hmm. when you all can come together and you're mm-hmm. suffering together and, and, and you're wide awake together and, and you're running together yep. I mean it just it just make it easier man so I think it just taught me to understand people better mm-hmm. and just to relate and to communicate to, to various people from various perspectives man yeah, that's the biggest thing absolutely yeah I think it definitely gives you a a new sense of patience and uh, grace, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so. And just to add too, man, I, I think this is a very important thing too. I forgot, and I don't want to cut you off, bro. No, no, you good. When I went, I'm only been in the National Guard for two, almost two and a half years, almost. Mm -hmm. So when I went, it was like COVID time. Right. So we didn't have any outside influence at all. Like we didn't know how our parents was doing. Mm -hmm. We didn't know how our friends were doing. We didn't know nothing. Like, and also you remember the protest was going on. Um, so like, like it was just violence and all these types of things. So we only had each other, bro. Wow. Like so, like the camaraderie that we built, mm -hmm. because we didn't know if our families were sick or dead. Ultimately, you know, we we didn't know. We couldn't have our phones. We didn't have technology at all. Yeah. So it just taught us how you know to survive with what God has given me, and just to trust that too. Yeah. Nah, man. That's so yeah. good. That's so good. Yeah. Um, you know, before we close, uh, I just. I just want to give you the floor. Like, is there any encouragement you can give someone maybe battling with, you know, going after the call, like how you was able to, you know, press through and eventually find out where God was leading you? Is there any encouragement you can give the listener today who is battling with determining or focusing on going after the call? Yeah, man. I would just say trust God. And that seems very, very minute and, and small and, and trivial. Mm -hmm. But it isn't. It's, it's this world is so big, and there's so many different routes, and and the Bible tell us not to lean to our own understanding, mm -hmm. but in all our ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct our paths. And just going back to the Peter situation, yeah, when we can ask God for revelation. He will tell us our name. Mm -hmm. He will help us to decide where we need to go. He will lead us. He will guide us. And so. Uh, Trust God and also get around people that will push you towards that. Absolutely. Get around people, friends that will speak into your future and not trying to pull you into your past. Um, uh, get around people who can see the evidence of God's hands on you yeah. and who want you to be in God's will. You know, that's the safest place for us. But so many people try to get us out of the will of God. So it's imperative to be around those who are going to encourage you to seek God's will. And, and when you have people who, who encourage you, man, it's easier to submit to the call. And it's easier to walk in it when you have a team around you to help you, man. So I think that's that's the encouragement, the encouragement that I would just tell the listeners, bro. Yeah, absolutely, man. That was so good. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard Charles Scranger as he was just giving you his life journey and, uh, you know, Submit to the call, whatever it is that you have in life that God is calling you to. It is okay, whatever it you know you may be battling with uh, of determining to go after that call. Listen, your yes have people attached to it, and I hope yeah. this episode has encouraged you to go after it. So we want to thank you for tuning in to this episode on the Think About This Podcast. We believe that your yes can change someone else's life because when we impact people, we can impact the world. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you, and we'll see you on the next episode. Remember, you can catch a new episode with Joshua every Thursday of each month. Until next time, bye-bye.